as starting a business. I was really thinking of it as offering fitness to my community. I had three goals in mind when I started my program. And one was to offer, to, to make people exercise that wouldn't otherwise. Because I had this thing that some people are just intimidated to walk into a gym. Some people, you know, that's just not their thing. A health club or a gym's not their thing. So I thought I could reach a different audience by being outside. I also was a little bit shocked about how expensive things were in this area. Welcome to the Purposeful Fitness with Coach Ola, where I dive in deeper into holistic health and fitness topics that would help you stay inspired, motivated, and dedicated to living a purposeful fit life while pursuing for the Akhira. Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 35. I am so excited to have you here and today's guest is Kelly Young who also happens to be part of my community and in the neighborhood which is so exciting because this whole episode is about building community, being part of a community and why it's important being in one, especially when it comes to fitness. So Kelly Young has been offering a variety of fitness classes to her community. She has been offering outdoor fitness classes for the past 10 years. And two years ago, she opened a training studio to enhance and complement the outdoor boot camp style classes. Her passion is coaching people to find ways to enjoy a healthy lifestyle while still having fun and not having to good up things that they truly enjoy. She likes to see real life connections made between her clients and the team. She believes that a support system is the secret sauce for a long-term result and that people need people. Yes. She's extremely passionate about helping people incorporate fitness into their life. She is incredibly proud of the number of people that have made life-changing transformations. She encourages her participants to appreciate where they are right now and make small changes that will move them in the direction that they want to go. She truly believes that small changes over time equal big changes and she sees she sees firsthand on a daily basis what they can actually equate to. So today's episode will talk about how she got into boot camp and started teaching it. As a fitness professional and instructor, she talked about how does she stay active because you guys it can be hard sometimes i can say it's from experience and we talked about how can community be helpful in staying active and healthy and for people who are interested to start their own community what tips does she recommend we talked about it and of course so much more so are you guys ready to get the party started let's go Hey, welcome Kelly to the show. How are you today? I'm good, Ola. How are you? Fantastic. So for the audience, you guys, Kelly and I are like almost neighbors, which is so cool. And it's so fun. Isn't that right, Kelly? Yes. I remember when, you, I, when I met you in my driveway. Yes. Oh my gosh. So this is so funny. I was on my way to last year to the Idea Fitness Conference. And then I, because she's on my way, like, to take like the highway and stuff so then I saw her and then she asked me are you going to conference and I said yes and then we carpooled and fun times so. we had lots of good conversations in the car yes yeah, so I'm so excited to have you on so Kelly's I'm excited to be on 
Yeah, of course. So can you tell us about yourself and what you currently do? Sure, I'd love to. So I actually started an outdoor fitness boot camp about 10 years ago, and I started it as a fundraiser. My father had passed away in November, or in January, and in November, the following November, my family was coming for Thanksgiving, and we wanted to do something to honor him. So we decided to, to do a fundraiser, and I used fitness as my way to raise money because it was something that I was passionate about. So I just invited people out to my community center and said, it's $25 donation, bring your family and come work out. And it was called Black Friday Boot Camp because it was offered the day after Thanksgiving. And I was really, really amazed by the people that came out and the energy that was created and the fun that we had. It was just a special event and it really was great that it centered around fitness and being with your family. So after I did the event, I was like, wow, that was, that was something really special. I think that's what I want to do right now with, you know, kind of moving forward. So that's how I ultimately started offering a Saturday bootcamp program, which is really how my whole business started. I decided it would be too cold during the winter months. So I waited until March and I had a little launch party and invited people to my house as an orientation. And I was going to just do one class, a 7 a.m. Saturday boot camp. But I had so many people initially that were interested in this program that I decided I needed to do two classes. So I did a 7 a.m. and an 8 a.m. Saturday boot camp starting March 1st, 2009. And I have run that class every week since that date and just kind of expanded my offerings based on the needs of the community, it's been really incredible. That's so inspiring. And actually, that's something I am working, well, that's so exciting because it's actually something that I also love about, like, how we can tie up fitness and, like, share it to work. And I was actually talking about it, how, um, like, there's so many, like, fundraising events and we can always bring fitness into it. And so just, like, dinner fundraisers or talks and, and stuff. So get active and use the body to serve back. Absolutely. Yes. People like working out for a cause. I think people are always looking to add purpose to their workouts. And what happens sometimes is you get people that wouldn't normally come to a workout, but they want to support the cause or they want to support you. So they show up and then they realize, oh my gosh, that was great. I love that. And that's how they get started. I've had people do that with my Black Friday bootcamp. And I've also had people do that with a breast cancer fundraiser that we do every year. They come in support of a friend or just because somebody invited them and then they become regular students. So it's really cool. Yes. And I don't, I'm not sure if you remember, but I think it was last year or so that she had her uh, breast cancer one in October. And I was like, can I please volunteer and help out with the kids? And so I came while she was teaching the class with the adults because she also brings like the parents can bring their kids and so the kids have like a fun activity on the side as well so I love how you bring the families together and I remember thank you and I love how you volunteered to help <laughs> yes thank you so please well that, I, I know you kind of like talked about it but what else and how did you get into the book camp and teaching it well so fitness kind of was something that was a thread line in my life I think when I was younger had a lot of family struggles and things going on. And I kind of found sports as my avenue of happiness. And I love being coached and I love being part of a team. 
And when I went to college, I felt a little bit lost because I didn't have that anymore. So a friend actually invited me to join this health club that had a student special. And I kind of reluctantly went because I wasn't really a formal exerciser. I just liked the idea of doing sports and being part of a team. But I was pretty much instantly hooked on group exercise. I thought it was really fun. I love being coached. I love being motivated to do more in a group than I would on my own. So I just started becoming a student of group exercise and going to as many classes as possible. And then that same club had a it was they were associated with Ursa. So when I went back to my hometown, I could go work out at another club for the summer and I was a student in this woman's class and she was going on vacation and needed a sub. And even though I was an instructor, I wasn't certified. She just asked me. And of course I said, yes. So that was really the beginning. I remember being so nervous. I remember really nobody even showing up to the class, maybe like one or two people, but it was my start. And that was my motivation to become certified. And that was, you know, back in the 90s. So I I kind of used that as my way to earn extra money and my passion. And then I made a little pivot with my education and decided to go on to graduate school to focus more on health promotion and nutrition. And while I was in graduate school, I had some more experiences in worksite health promotion and in fitness and always kind of kept teaching as my thread line. I love teaching and I love being in front of a class and motivating people. That's really my passion. So when I stopped working full time after I had three little babies, I was was just teaching, which was great. I love to always have that opportunity. And that's when that's when my father passed away. We did the Black Friday boot camp. And then that's when I started my business in March. And I really didn't think of it as starting a business. I was really thinking of it as offering fitness to my community. I had three goals in mind when I started my program. And one was to offer, to, to make people exercise that wouldn't otherwise. Because I had this thing that some people are just intimidated to walk into a gym. Some people, you know, that's just not their thing. A health club or a gym's not their thing. So I thought I could reach a different audience by being outside. I also was a little bit shocked about how expensive things were in this area up in Northern Virginia. So I wanted something that was affordable. That was another goal of mine. I wanted it to be something that was accessible to everybody. And I also, I believed that I had, you know, a great amount of experience in helping people with their fitness goals and that I was safe and that I was smart in my training. So I wanted to offer that. And Third and probably most important is I wanted it to be fun. I just, you know, I was in the thick of it with three little kids and I feel like life is pretty stressful and there's a lot that can happen. And I just wanted a place where people could go, that they could connect to other people, be productive, get a workout in, laugh, smile. We did different themes. We always just tried to make it fun. So that was, those were the three most important things when I started my boot camp. And I can honestly say to this day, those are still my my uh, underlying factors and any decision that I make, I, I go back to those three things. So it's it's been it's been a great journey, and I'm really proud of the people that are a part of my community and the success stories that they've had and the connections that have been made. That's probably the thing that I'm the most proud of. I feel like people just have a community of people that care about them and look out for them, and it's it's really cool to see. Yes, and um, I'm also a part of your Facebook group, and I see it too, and I'm also motivated by seeing the people's progress. So she's like on, so Kelly, she's so funny, on people's birthdays, she makes 
she have them do like push up. I encourage. <laughs> okay, yeah, she like motivates them to do push ups, and I'm like, man, I just turned 29 too, so maybe I should try <laughs> push up. We wish we were 29. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's so cool because I also have a health promotion minor, so I can relate understand because fitness is so important for health. But oftentimes, people, in my opinion, from my experience so far, don't understand how fitness can really play a huge role in, in our health. And it's not just like the weight loss and stuff. It's like so much more to it. Yes, absolutely. Mental yeah. health and positivity. And there's so many There's so many things that are. I totally agree. Yes, we all want to look good in our clothes and we want to be healthy and we want to have good biometrics. But most important, we want to feel good. And feeling good is the inside out so yes I 100% agree yeah and I was telling Kelly so like this one other day over the summer I was running and I saw her group running and they were so nice like they all smiled and like cheered me on and I'm like man like I'm not even in that group but it made me want to become part of the group you should well yeah that is is probably one of the things I'm the most proud of and I always say I don't tell them to do this I don't you know, I don't say, hey, we got a new person. Be nice. They just do. It's just their instinct. It's just the culture of our community. It's really, I think, I, I, I don't, I hope it's not unique. I hope it's like this everywhere. But I think that they realize that somebody, somebody was there for them their first day and they know how much that meant to them. And they know that it was truly life-changing to, to be able to, you know, continue with exercise. So many people tell me, oh gosh, Kelly, I've started, I've started things over and over again. I never finish. I always feel like a loser because I never finish what I started and I feel unsuccessful. And what I, I, what I really hope for in our community is that, that they feel successful. They don't have to be perfect. You know, that's a big thing. Like, I don't need you to be the most fit person. I don't need you to do every exercise. I just need you to show up and try and we'll get better every time. It's, it's a great message and it really is our culture. I love it. And so like, as you know, I used to teach bootcamp at George Mason. Remember how we talked about it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I stopped. You gotta have the right crew. You gotta have the right crew. It's so true because like I, it's time to move on and do something else, but it's so true to have like the right crew and like create that culture and get their feedback as well. Yeah. As a fitness professional and instructor, then how do you find time for yourself to stay active besides teaching classes? That's a great question. And I'm going to be totally honest is that I use my classes for my own fitness, which there's a little bit of controversy with that, you know, as sometimes you think you should do your own fitness outside of your, outside of what your classes are. And I do have some classes that I coach that I don't participate in at all. And that I coach and I love those classes. I get totally juiced up. I get drenched in sweat, just getting excited for my participants. But I also have some classes that are really a more of a follow the leader where I'm taking them through the workout and, you know, showing them correct form and coaching each move. So I, I have always used those as my workouts and I'll do, you know, I'll do other, I'll do things to complement that like yoga or just a run or a walk. But I, or, you know, I love, of course, when I can get to some of my other team members classes but really that's 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 my main source of fitness and then just being active i i have a harder time slowing down than being active so for me i just always prefer anything where i can be doing something physical that's just part of my nature i think it's a little bit of genetics a little bit of uh, personality but i i like to move for sure i have a hard time sitting still 
<laughs> you know what? So I'm laughing because there's so many connections. Well, first of all, you guys, I used to work at Target. That's local. And so I saw when I used to be uh, on my shift, I see, I saw her and then she was so fast, like bam, 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 getting her stuff, leaving. I'm oh, like, every time. She... Target's time, I... <laughs> time. Those are timed activities, Ola. We got to get through there. We got work to do. Then the right. unload is like a workout. <laughs> yeah. I have four kids. If you see how much they eat, you'd see how much of a workout that is. I know, but it's, I'm just <laughs> testing itself. And I was like, I need to be like her really fast, even with shopping. But it's so true. No, because... I need to slow down. So there's a yin and there's a yang, honestly. Like, I need to slow down. I'm working on it. But it's, it's, there's, there's a balance, I think. Yeah, no, but it's so true. As an instructor, for me, I noticed with myself that it got a little harder to fit in my own workout. So, like, teaching would be my kind of workout time, but it's, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. I mean, I love it when I can go like one of my coaches, Jody, she'll push and she'll kind of get my face. If I can get to one of her classes, I love it because I it's definitely I'm not self focused. I mean, I mean, during my classes, I'm coaching other people. So I can't push my I'm not pushing myself like I would as if I had a coach in my face, you know, motivating me. So I love partner work. I love training with other people. That's that's all really fun for me. Yeah. So then what ways can a community be helpful and how can we create that community? So how can a community be, oh, oh create it. How can it be helpful to create a community? Or like, so, go ahead. Yeah. And no, like what ways can a community be helpful for us to feel, to be active and reach our goals? Yeah. I think, I think having a community is so important and it really is a, place for support. And what I noticed is that my workout community has really also become my social community. I noticed when, you know, we've had, we've had students battle different various life issues and these people are really there for them. And it's really, it's, it's just really wonderful. I think that it's a, it's a great opportunity for people to Come together physically is one thing that, you know, I think now in our world of, you know, I love, I love social media and I love technology just as much as everybody else. But I, I know for myself, I'm lit up when I'm physically around other people, the energy of other people. So the community obviously brings that. And, you know, we just, just support each other and notice if somebody's not coming, you know, it's one thing if you're working out in your basement and you stop working out in your basement, nobody cares. But if you're, if you're going out to that parking lot or you're going to energy and all of a sudden you're not in your spot and we don't see you, it's like, Oh my gosh, what, you know, we're, we're worried. We are concerned. We care. So it's just that extra layer of accountability. I think that makes, that makes a really big difference. And it's also motivating to see some people. I'm actually kind of the opposite of maybe some other people. I'm more motivated by people that are deconditioned. When I'm having a rough time in a workout and I need to dig deep, I think about that person that's got 50 pounds on them that's walking across that lot with that kettlebell and how, you know, how they're giving it their all or just, you know, maybe the person that has had a knee surgery or, you know, coming back from a pregnancy. Like to me, they're, they're the people that motivate me because they're, they're, they're just being so resilient and they're overcoming, you know, whatever, whatever they're unstoppable. That's a word we use a lot in boot camp. I'm really motivated by seeing people's resiliency and that, that, that makes me give that self-talk to myself. Hey, Kelly, you can do this. Stop complaining. You got this. It's, it's, it's really cool. And I think other people are motivated by some of the, you know, the superstars that are just 
super fit and make everything look easy. So it's just, it's nice. We have a, a huge spectrum of, of fitness. And I think that's important because it there's no one size fits all fitness program and there's no one size fits all student. I don't look for anything in particular in a student. My criteria for the people that come to my boot camp is that you have to show up. You know, you got to, I can't help you if you don't show up. And when you're here, you got to be here. You got to work hard. You got to give it your all. And, and you got to believe in yourself. Getting better is a, is, a, is a, you know, kind of our mantra. Like we're here to get better. You know, what do you get what you came for is our slogan. So what are you here for? What, why, why'd you come to this workout? Cause we want, you know, we want that for you. I don't know if I answered your community question. <laughs> was a oh, no, no, no. I, it's, I love it. And I have a lot to say too. So first of all, you're so right about showing up. I actually had a conversation with one of my clients where I like I had to kind of like put her down, like not put down, but like remind her like why are you, you know, why did you decide to put mm-hmm. this and why are you doing why. this? Yeah, because it like we can do our part as fitness professionals, but then the client has to do their own part as well, which is showing up to the workouts, whether it's virtual or online training or in person training. You gotta do your own work as well, and that's the beauty about community. Is that I'm different. I am part of different groups on Facebook and stuff. So mm-hmm. when I am down and I see them active, like it helps me to stay motivated or even like share my vulnerabilities or what I'm going through. Just like talk it out in a trusted environment helps it helps me out as well. And the f- interesting thing when I ask on Instagram story, like, are you part of a uh, supportive group? And the highest answer was no, which mm-hmm. was interesting. And mm-hmm. um. That's why I want to keep promoting, like, you guys have to join a community, whether yeah. it's through social media, for example, yeah. or in person. So, like, for example, Kelly has her own book camp, so I'm pretty sure maybe in your local area has a community. If not, uh, what's your Facebook group page name, Kelly? Kelly's Boot Camp Community Group. That's Kelly. our private group, but anybody's welcome. Anybody's welcome. They just have to ask to join. I also have a business page where I like to try to post tips and just general information that I hopeful people will find motivating and that's Kelly's bootcamp and energy. Yes. And also you guys can join the purposeful fitness with coach Ola, but really be part of a community group. I cannot overemphasize this. Actually, do you want to tell us about your energy story too? Cause you guys, so she just start launched her own or opened her own studio, which is really interesting. And it's called energy, but spelled I N. Isn't that yes, correct? We're, we're bringing the outdoor energy inside. Yeah. I so, love it. Yeah, I was pretty content being outside, to be honest. I thought I had a pretty good gig going. I would drive my van up to the parking lot, and I had tons of equipment in the van, and we were really innovative with our workouts, and I got great gear and big mittens and great hats, and I was having fun. But some of my students, one year in particular, I kind of heard it over and over again, Kelly, I just can't work out in the winter. It's too cold, or you know, I have fibromyalgia, or the, the pavement's too hard on my feet or what, whatever the reasons. So I, I, I felt a little bit called to consider having an indoor space as well. But I was really scared because I didn't want it to take away from my outdoor boot camp because that was really where my passion was. And that's what I kind of identified myself with. So basically when I opened Energy, the idea was that my team would would really be be the face of energy. And then I would have other instructors that offered different things that kind of complemented what, what we already did outside. And I it, it's been great. It's been great. It's 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 definitely attracted a different audience, which is fabulous. Our whole goal is to get people to work out that wouldn't otherwise. So that's definitely checking that box. 
because I had such a great business built up with my outdoor boot camp, I was able to offer it at a much lower price than a typical boutique studio. I basically said I've been saving for this for eight years. You know, without my outdoor boot camp, I had very little overhead. So that was wonderful. And I love being there too. So that's the kind of surprise. Like I kind of was like, I don't really want to teach any classes here, <laughs> but now I love being there. It's something different. We can do some, some different formats. Um, of course, when the weather's extreme, it's nice to have that option. Uh, you know, people have softened a little bit. Some of my diehard outdoor people are now diehard indoor people, but the bottom line is they're working out and they're happy. And that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to serve our community and, it's, it's definitely a team effort. Having a space is, is a lot of work and I would not be able to do it on my own. My team is incredible. They help, you know, one woman in particular, my friend Teresa, she really manages the space and does everything that I wouldn't be able to do on my own. So it's great because I have a team. If I didn't have a team, I don't know that I would be speaking so positively about it, but people love it. Everyone that walks into energy tells me, I love it here, Kelly. Oh, I just, energy makes me happy. I hear that over and over again. So it's definitely, it's definitely served its purpose. Yes. And I went to it last Christmas party. I work at a fundraising party and I was like, this is so cool. I love it too. Actually, you know, I, since we brought this up, I would love for you to like tell us a little bit about the logistics parts. I I have been approached by a couple of ladies, especially like Muslim ladies who ask me to like, why not open your own studio, for example, or have, I was like, you know, I ha- I'm thinking about opening a studio like that's just for Muslim women that caters for them, for example, that have this and that. Mm-hmm. That's not like not found. And I-, I told them like, sorry, but it's not something I'm, I don't see myself in that path. Yeah. Not, not for now, at least, mm-hmm. because there's so much that goes behind it. Like, yeah. you know, money, like, it's just there's so much. So mm-hmm. for anyone yeah, that I-, I think as a solopreneur, it doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> if, if because you just you can't pay your rent with what you're going to offer. You don't have enough time yeah. in the day to offer enough to your clients. But if it was something that you were thinking about expanding and offering more or, you know, having it be a community space. I really like the idea of, you know, being collaborative, like renting space from somebody else. And it just seems so great to have this brick and mortar. But then you realize the many expenses that go along with it. So you, you just have to think about what, what makes sense for you. I ran classes out of my garage. I did some of my small group training out of my garage, kind of as a protocol to see like, hey, do people want, you know, how do I like being inside? How do people like being inside? Are they willing to pay more for this small group training? So I, I think before I did that, I would have my business run out of something else. I would I would definitely like take that same community of people and go to a community center or go to a space and make sure that the re- the interest is really there. Yeah, thank you. And actually, I remember your garage, like you build it up, like you bend your garage first. I remember being built. Did yeah, you- yeah. I say it's a garage, but it was really more like a little studio. We, it's so we- cool. It's a, I love it. Like I, every time I jump, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah, I remember being that's, smaller. It's like, good use out of it. And I still don't let anybody put anything in it just in case. I'm like... You know, in case I need to, I need to take one of my, sometimes I'll have an outdoor class and it's thunder and lightning and there's a class going on at energy. So we still do use the garage. We did use it once this summer, a lot less because we try to, you know, make it work between energy and and outside. But I do have a, I don't use the C word, which is cancel. So (laughs) if, if there's a way to make a class happen, I don't care if I have to shorten it. I don't care if I have to change the time a little bit. 
we do it. And I think that is really helped grow my programs because people know that, that hey, she, this girl means business. She's, she's not looking for excuses. She's looking for a way to make it happen. And I, that, that mindset has really transferred, or maybe it's attracted or transferred. I'm not sure which, but my, I see that in my members. They have that same mindset of, okay, we're not making excuses. They're working out in boots and doing, you know, they're, they're doing some things that might not seem normal or might seem a little crazy, but that's kind of, that's kind of our mindset. If there's, you know, make it happen. We're, we're no excuses. I love it. And you inspired me because I remember you telling me in the car, you're like, Oh, nope, snow, rain. We're not canceling this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. It's on. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I don't love, I don't love rain and cold. That's kind of my, I'll do snow. I'll do cold. I'll do cold. I'll do, but rain and cold is tough. So, you know, I, I it's, it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's also, it's a little bit of a badge of honor. It's like, yeah, I didn't want to do that, but I did. That felt great. What else can I do now? You know? Yeah. And I, that's, that's a great, that's why part of a community is important. <laughs> yes, for sure. And not, you know, now that I have energy, not everybody has that mindset and that's okay too. Like I, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We can all, we can all be ourselves and, and make it work. You know, we have the options. We have indoor, we have outdoor. And there's, you know, just just a, a great variety. I think that that's, that's, that's really important to, to offer a lot. And what I love about it is that even, like, the parents that join, they're, they're being a role model for their kids. And I've seen on your Instagram where the kids, the kids are active as well. Yeah. So that's also yeah. And, important. you know, what's really fun, although when, like, you know, back when my kids were little and I would go into the schools a lot, I could not walk down the hall without like a kid tugging at me or tapping at me and say, my daddy does your boot camp or my mommy does your boot camp. They were just so proud of their parents. And it was just such a big deal to them that their parents did this boot camp. So I always, you know, when I'm, when I'm meeting with new clients, I always say, you know, of course, you know, we want our kids to be healthy and fit and strong minded, but they're not going to do that by us telling them to do that. They're going to do that by them seeing us do that. And we might not notice it now and it might, you know, it might not be obvious, but at some point they're going to, they're going to make a decision and it's going to be based on what they saw their parents doing as, as, as positive role models. So it's, that's a huge, huge thing to me. And I love that, you know, we invite the kids in for certain activities and that, you know, they feel like it's their space too. Part of, part of building energy was, it was kind of our house. And I, I, I invite the kids in and sometimes, you know, they're just hanging out while their parents are doing a workout. And uh, I was a little worried about that in the beginning <laughs> that that might not work, but sometimes, you know, we got single parents, we have, you know, we just, we're just trying to get these people exercising. So so it, it is, it is really a, a group about a community, a community uh, of like-minded people just trying to make workouts happen. Yeah. And as you're speaking, I am actually thinking of one of your ladies in your Facebook group. We'll keep it anonymous. Uh-huh. I don't even remember her name, but I remember her story was like a long post about, I believe she and her son struggled with eating disorder or something that's related. And then it was like an emotional story where like her son came back to mom and like he was ready he was making positive changes Mm -hmm. in his diet and like it was just an emotional story because both the mom and the son were like struggling but I think it like she was just so proud of her son and yeah yeah do you remember that story yeah I think I think I do know what you're talking about yeah Yeah. and 
it, it is because it's hard and a lot of these kids are struggling and yeah. and I struggled when I was a kid I'm very empathetic to it because I know same here <laughs> for me and a lot and that's how most of us enter into this industry is because you know we had our own battles or you know we saw how exercise positively changed our life but it's 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 hard and and you know it's it's an issue in our, in our, in our country. And we, we really, we have to make a change. We have to, we have to find ways to, to incorporate fitness into as many lives as possible. And hopefully that, that will have a kind of ripple effect. Yes. And I'm so happy to have this open up. Um, so Kelly, are there any questions that I should have asked, but I didn't? I don't know. I, I think you asked great questions. I would just say, I did kind of if, if you're speaking to an audience of, of fitness instructors or fit pros or people that are trying to get started at a business, I do have a couple of tips if you want me to run through them. Oh, yes, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, one of my tips is to, to offer stuff for free when you're first getting started because, you know, it might look like I just started this boot camp and it was successful and all these people wanted to come, but it really didn't happen that way. I was doing a lot of little things before that led up to it. And one of the things that I did was I ran a class in my basement for some of my neighbors before I started my business. And these are the people that turned out to be my the ambassadors for my boot camp. Most of them still do my boot camp today unless they've moved away. And it also gave me confidence. So I, you know, I trained these people and I helped them get results and that gave me confidence. So I think that that, that not only helped my business, but that I helped my own personal development. It might, have, you know, it might have, it might. For some people think like, oh, I don't, you know, my time's worth money. Yeah, it is. But you're trying to grow and you're trying to develop. And any way that you can make yourself better is an investment in you. And that's that's also worth money. And the other thing is to know your why. I think that one of the things that's difficult about life in general is making decisions. And I always go back to my initial goals when I'm trying to make a decision for my business. And that really helps me not get distracted and helps me stay in my lane. I'm always, I'm always, I, I, I have certain things that I believe and I try to stay true to my values. And that's really crucial, especially when you're trying to create a brand and a name for yourself. This is a big one, this tip. And this was a long time coming for me because I am a I'm uh, don't want to ask for help. I don't like to bother people and I don't want to put people out, but this tip is to let people help you. And you're good at that. Ola. you're really good at reaching out for help. I love that. And it was a huge challenge for me, but the growth of my business has a lot to do with some of the little angels that helped me along the way. They offered their time and their talent to make my program better, which ultimately helped them and their community. So it, it, it wasn't, you know, I had to look at it like, hey, yeah, they're helping you, but they're also helping themselves. That's how we got better is we had a lot of people really invest their time and energy into making the programs better. I could not have done it by myself. The other thing is to listen to your gut. And this is something I'm actually really good at. And I think it's really served me as a businesswoman. But I make most of my decisions really quickly and without regret because I trust my instincts. I really try to try to trust my instincts and believe that I know the answer. I just have to trust my gut. And the, the, the final tip that I'll leave you with is something that is perhaps a little controversial in our industry, but I think that we really need to kind of keep this in mind as, as fitness professionals or health and fitness professionals. And that's to set out to help people and not to make money. 
And that doesn't mean you're not going to make money or you shouldn't make money or you should feel bad about making money because you shouldn't. But your ultimate goal should be to help people because the health and fitness space is really full and people are going to figure out really quickly if you actually care. And I think that that is really what makes what makes someone successful in this arena is actually caring about their clients and wanting their clients to be, you know, to, to make to make healthy changes. So. I, I just think that if 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 you care about helping people and you serve your customers or you serve your clients and you really are authentic in in um, in how you do things, you'll make money. So don't worry about making money. Worry about helping people. And you you know your reputation is everything in any kind of service business. And and people are you know people are smart, especially around here. You know they're not they're not going to fall for any you know gimmicky gimmick. They want they want they want they want to know that your your intentions are in the right spot. So that's that's my biggest piece of advice is is to really just serve your community and be authentic and listen to their needs and be organic in your growth because you you don't really know where you need to go until your clients tell you what they want. That's been a, a underlying theme in, in in my community. I you know it wasn't my dream to open an indoor space. It maybe wasn't my dream to manage a team, but that's what we needed to serve our community and that's what makes me happy is, is making my clients happy. So you just kind of got to keep that underlying purpose in mind. I love all of them. And actually I needed those self reminders. So about the, let people help you. I think it's a common struggle for a lot of women. That's how I feel mm-hmm. because I I've read it before. I've heard it before. Like women do kind of like feel shy or just don't ask for help, especially like moms and stuff. Like I can do it. And I've heard like, anyways, but that's really important to like ask for help and yeah. to, for your Especially gut. when people offer, that's the, you know, some people want to help. They, they want to help you. They want to, they want to be an advocate for your brand or for your business and let them. I, I Okay. So for the listeners, actually Kelly's just so sweet out. She's like, yeah, ask me for any questions you have. And, and I'm even shy to ask her for help, but. I do need that. You did though. That's how I first met you, Ola. You sent me an email and you had a list of questions. Oh my god! And you yeah, were right. you were very. I I was impressed. I was like, I I I certainly at your age wouldn't have wouldn't have reached out to people like that. And I think that's why you're successful, and that's why you've 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 you know been able to do so many great things in such a short amount of time is because you're not afraid to ask for help. You're not afraid to talk to a presenter after class. You're not afraid to try something new and even if you're not sure if it's going to work that's that's how you get better you got to put yourself out there and I think that you're you know I I watch your social media and I watch your messages and I love them I you're so authentic and you you really speak to people in a natural way and I think I know I know that you're you're having an impact on your community and I know that you will be a resource for people. You know, they might not, they might not act like they're listening. It's kind of funny sometimes. And then all of a sudden it's on their radar and they're going to call Coach Ola. They're going to say, Hey, I now, you know, I heard you did this story on and, and now I'd like help with that. So, so keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. And that actually reminds me of the first phone call I called you. I remember now many like few years ago and you, yeah. Oh my gosh. Good memories. But about the gut part, you know what's funny? I actually have been told, like, why are you wasting, like, with the whole podcasting? Mm. But my my instance, like, I someone also told me, like, you have to listen to your own inner wisdom. So listen to yourself sometimes. Yeah. 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 Don't well, doubt yourself. No. This was so much fun and so much value. Where can people find you on social media? Sure. So my, my Instagram handle is at Kelly's Bootcamp. 
I think it's Kelly's underscore boot camp. And I'm I'm pretty responsive to email. I will always, as long as I see it, <laughs> Kelly's bootcamp at gmail.com. And also our Facebook page is Kelly's bootcamp.net. And that's got all of our contact information and social handles. That might be the easiest place to start. Awesome. Everything will be in the show notes. And thank you so much for your time, Kelly. Okay, Ola, thank you so much. It was so fun. Thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe today and leave a five-star review. You can also screenshot and share this episode with a family or a friend. Be strong, be fit, be fit for Akhira. <laughs>